happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. In our current series, we are walking through the Psalms, focusing not only on what they say, but also how they are an expression of worship. We're noting how the Psalms encourage us to praise God for who he is and what he has done. We point out the greatness of God and recognize his faithfulness to us in times of trouble. In other words, we praise God, learn of him, and celebrate his goodness. Thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim and Erica have a conversation as we walk through the scriptures, focusing today on Psalms 131. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast. I'm Kim Miller of Women at the Well Ministries alongside Erica Close. Hello. And today we are going to look at Psalm 131. It is a short psalm. Very short. It is a psalm Mm -hmm. that convicts my heart every time I read it, because David is telling you about who he is. And I believe in this particular psalm that David is telling you who he is after really thinking about it and having made some decisions in his life that were contrary to how he should be. But in Psalm 131, I believe the reason it is so short is because David realizes that in the presence of an almighty God, that he truly has nothing of his own right to offer to him. And though he can speak volumes and volumes about who God is, in this passage of scripture, he really just says, in a very short way, I am nothing, but you are everything, God. Erica, will you read Psalms 131 to us, please? Sure. Psalms 131. Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor mine eyes lofty. Neither do I exercise myself in great matters or in things too high for me. Surely I have behaved and quieted myself as a child that is weaned of his mother. My soul is even as a weaned child. Let Israel hope in the Lord from henceforth and forever. You see that in the very beginning, he says he just doesn't mess around with things that are above who he is. And what a lesson that each and every one of us could learn. First of all, we have enough to keep ourselves busy minding the things that we need to fix and the corrections we need to make in our lives and assessing where we need to put more of God in our lives. But so often we spend our time 
looking where someone else has failed, seeing a flaw in someone else's Christian walk, pointing out where they're not all that godly. And when you think about that, it's comical. Because who are we to judge? And as we do that, we are doing exactly what we are complaining that that person is doing. Exactly. The reality is that probably anybody, if we're sitting there judging someone else's walk, someone could very easily just be turning around and looking at our walk and looking at what they see. And as we begin to look at that verse even with more intensity, you see the humbleness and the humility of David because he realizes he isn't a know-it-all. He realizes that there are things that he needs not take into his own hands. And he's learned, right? I mean, he's learned from his mistakes. He's learned from the things that he's done. I mean, in the previous psalm, which was the psalm that we talked about last week, you know, he talks about crying out to the Lord, and it's a very much a repentant psalm. And so, you know, I feel like this psalm is, if the psalm before was a psalm of repentance, this is a psalm of true understanding and of you, who he is. You see him again in 139 verse 6 talk about the knowledge is too wonderful for him. It's just too much for him. Mm-hmm. But we don't seem to get that in our own lives. No. Instead of just realizing we need to come to the Lord, which all things are under his feet, so nothing could be too high for him. I love how he uses that too high. He can't reach to attain it. Mm -hmm. Because we also know that all things are under God's feet, so he's above all things, no matter how high they are. But David makes a very simple observation. There are things I will never understand. There are things I don't know the right way to go. And I don't think so highly of myself. I'm not so arrogant as to believe otherwise. And so I go to the Lord in all things, which leads you to this understanding that David lives a simple life. And he leaves all the complications, all the drama, all the extraneous chaos to the Lord. In the first verse of Psalms 131, we learn to be humble, we learn to live simple, and we learn to trust in Jesus. That's a lot in a really tiny little verse. And what more do we need to know? I love that the verse talks about his heart and his eyes. Because to me that means... You know, his heart is not haughty. The right. very thing on the inside of him is not haughty, right? Does right. Not think because too it high, belongs to the Lord. Right, does not think too highly of itself, nor mine eyes lofty, which to me says the things that he's looking at and looking for, he's not looking for something that is above what would be best for him. He's not living above. above his means. Mm-hmm both probably financially, physically, spiritually, or mentally. And he's not looking for that kind of satisfaction. He truly, as you see, as he continues to move through here, is simply trusting in the Lord and looking to him 
In verse 2, he says, I behave and quieted myself as a child that is weaned of its mother. My soul is even as weaned as a child. And I think that we forget how God says for us to come to him. He says in Mark chapter 10, he talks about that whoever shall receive the kingdom of God has to do it as a little child. And if you don't come as a child, you don't enter in. And he doesn't mean you have to be a kid to be born again. You've got to have the heart and mind that fully trusts as a child does. And so the psalmist David is telling us here in this verse of Psalms 131 that he has come to the Lord and quieted all doubts. His mind isn't pulling him in multiple directions because when you're in the center of God's will, you are not pulled in multiple directions. You're only going in the direction that God is going because you're fully committed and you fully trust. And you come as a child who takes his hand, gets right next to him, and goes step by step where he goes. And he says, he quietens. Children are not suffering angst and doubt and this or that when they are feeling complete trust and belief. Because they are quieted when they are curled up in their mother's or their father's arms. Right? Completely because they safe. have complete trust. Mm-hmm. And when my dad took my hand, he could have taken me across all the lanes of the L.A. freeway. And at no point would I ever been worried I was going to get hit. Mm-hmm. And that's what the psalmist David is saying. He's saying he's come with a choice because it's somebody who's weaned. He is choosing to come to God in that same trust as a child, and he's quieted all of his doubts. And I wonder if we're truthful with ourselves, could we say right now, we have quieted all our doubts. Because when we have chaos, and we have stress, and we have angst in our life, it's because we have doubts that have infiltrated the armor of faith. And the only way it can do that is if we drop the shield. It can't get through it. We have to drop the shield and invite it in. So if you've got stress and angst and chaos and and trouble and strife all in your life, somewhere you've lost your focus on who God is. You've lost your childlike faith that completely trusts. And instead of going to God and allowing him to say, this is what you do, this is how you behave, this is where I'm taking you. You're doubting, should I go left? Should I go right? Should I do this? Should I do that? We're inserting ourselves in that, and then you lose the quietness, the quiet peace that passes understanding. In this short passage of Scripture, we have learned to be humble. We've learned to live simply. We have learned to trust completely. And now we're learning that the results and how you can measure whether you're doing those things is do you have that quietness in your soul? And when you don't, then it's a matter of faith. It's a matter of trust. He teaches us clearly how we are to live our lives. And David is able to do this at this stage of his life because he has learned. 
And then he gives us perhaps even the greatest motivation for the rest of our lives. Where to place our hope. Exactly. We have an eternal hope and a hope in God. And this is the kind of life that leads us into God's presence on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And I think we forget that. We try to make it so difficult, and we try to figure out whether or not it is right. What should we do? How should we do this? Oh, my goodness. That's what happens to people who don't know the Lord. They have no hope. And they're scared to death about what tomorrow will bring because they forget who holds tomorrow, who holds their hand. And if they've come in humble, simple, faith, seeking and fully trusting, then they'll have a quiet soul who can look for tomorrow because the hope is in Jesus and he's holding their hand. Life isn't complicated. It requires one decision. And that is to follow Jesus. But when we insert our heart, our mind, our lives, our ideas, our suggestions, <laughs> our flesh, it becomes a convoluted mess. And then there's fear, and perfect love casts out all fear. If, if the psalmist David would have just put something about love in there, he'd have the whole package. I'm pretty sure that everybody could just memorize Psalm 131, Apply Psalm 131. And live a good life. And live the abundant life, yep. he promises in John chapter 10. This has been a fun passage of scripture to discuss with you. Power-packed, short psalm. So we're hoping that each of you take a good look at this psalm. That you humble yourself enough to trust in him completely. To live a simple life that is just following Jesus looking for the hope, the author and finisher of our faith, who is Christ Jesus. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the Gospel Group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved.
Happy girl.